Hello there, welcome to Planet Sport Football Africa, the show where we look at African football. And this week the show again comes to you from the World Cup in Brazil. I'm Steve Vickers, together with Solomon Ashams and Stuart Weir in Rio de Janeiro. We're having a great time here being at the World Cup and seeing how crazy Brazilians are about football. On the show today, we assess the performance of the five African teams that came here to Brazil, with Nigeria and Algeria both making it through to the second round. Plus, we meet two fans from Zimbabwe who came here to Rio, even though their country didn't qualify. I think uh, Brazil is, uh, that's the pinnacle of soccer. You know, when you talk about the Maracanã. And we find out about the sport of foot volley, very popular on the beach here. We've got one called the shark attack, which basically is some lad running up to the net, jumping, and then kind of kung fu kicking it over the net um i didn't try that just to so i didn't get injured so that's all coming up now in 2010 it was only ghana who made it through to the second round of the world cup for africa this time we have two countries nigeria and algeria going to assess how they've done so far nigeria will play france in the second round uh, they started off with a disappointing draw against iran they beat bosnia crucially and then lost 3-2 to argentina how do you think the super eagles are shaping up here solomon the Super Eagles are really shaping up fine. Uh, I think the first game against Iran was a huge wake-up call. They got a lot of criticism from our fans back home, which for me was a bit too much, though. But they, they picked it up. And we've seen a lot of young players coming through the Nigerian team, like uh, Michael Babatunde, uh, you know, coming in. We've seen Onazi, who plays for Lazio in, in Italy, also doing so well. So there's a lot of positivity there. They never got into the quarterfinals, so this is a great opportunity for Nigeria to get into the quarterfinals for the first time. Stuart, what's your assessment of uh France at this tournament? France really qualified for the World Cup through the back door, through the playoffs, and uh, after being 2 0 down. But, you know, they've won their games uh, comfortably so far, um, done what they had to do to qualify two wins and a draw, but they haven't really been tested. And I think it'll be very interesting to see whether Nigeria might be able to beat them. I think there won't be much in it. I'm looking forward to the game. So Nigeria will play France. Algeria will take on Germany. Getting to the second round for the first time in their history at their fourth World Cup. Uh, Started off losing 2-1 to Belgium, having been 1-0 up. Then they beat South Korea 4-2 and did what they had to do against Russia, getting a 1-1 draw, with Islam Slimani getting a really vital equaliser. Algeria, I think, have surprised us, Solomon. Yes, Algeria surprised a lot of uh, football fans around the world and down in Africa. Before the World Cup, no one really mentioned Algeria, you know, but they came with a totally different brand of football uh, from the one that we're used to from North Africa. They came with a very exciting attack in football, and, and that's what been able to give them the result. You know, they became the first country uh, from Africa to score four goals in a World Cup uh, finals game, you know, which is a, a great thing for them. And I think that really boosted their confidence, the four goals they got against South Korea. And against Germany, it's going to be a really exciting game. Well, disappointing World Cup for Ghana, losing 2-1 to Portugal and a 2-1 to the USA, with a fantastic 2-2 draw against Germany in between those matches. And controversy ahead of their final game against Portugal, as Sully Muntari and Kevin Prince Boateng were expelled from the squad for alleged indiscipline. The Ghana Football Association says that both players had been suspended indefinitely. It added Boateng had used vulgar verbal insults targeted at the coach and said that Muntari was guilty of an unprovoked physical attack on an executive committee member. Uh, Now, on Wednesday, Ghana's World Cup campaign had already been affected by a dispute over players' appearance fees and the government uh, flew in $3 million in cash on a chartered flight 
to pay the squad their dues after their threat to boycott the game against Portugal if they didn't receive their money. In light of all that, Solomon, no wonder Ghana didn't have a good World Cup. You know, the only positive thing from the Ghanaian side is just uh, Asamoah Jang. He's the only African player now to score in three different World Cups and also the highest scoring African player at the World Cup finals. You know, he's got six goals. Uh, he overtook Roger Miller. But outside of that, you know, uh, Ghana just needs to go back to the drawing board again and say, oh, look, how do we go about this? They have a couple of young players like Christian Atsu. You know, some players really coming in. I do know that Ghana has what it takes to really be world beaters, uh, but they need to get their house in order. And this is not just a Ghanaian issue. It's also an African football issue. We've seen Cameroon, you know, going almost the same route. So lots of controversy in the Ghana camp. Stuart, it's not actually uh, unheard of for teams to go into meltdown at the World Cup, is it? Yes, probably one of the best examples is 2002 when Roy Keane, the Ireland captain, uh, walked out of the camp because he was unhappy with the facilities, uh, the style of management. And I find this really quite amazing how players, having made the pinnacle, having the chance to play in the World Cup, which many players never, never get, that they will actually throw it away by getting into a dispute over money, facilities, and of course they're the loser because they don't get to play in the World Cup. Well, such a shame for Ghana. Now, very uh, disappointing for Ivory Coast as they lost out to Greece uh, 2-1 with a controversial stoppage time penalty, costing them a place in the second round for the first time at their third World Cup finals. If we're to be absolutely honest here, Stuart, um, Ivory Coast... uh, didn't really play up to expectations. Uh, no, I mean, the, the game against Greece was one that one would have expected them to win if they were capable of progressing. And perhaps they weren't quite good enough. They had the ball, but they didn't score. I mean, you, you had Drogba, uh, obviously towards the end of his career now, but Wilfred Bonney, who's been scoring for fun in the Premiership. But they just could not get the goals that they needed to beat Greece. Uh, Yaya Torre has been perhaps the star player in the Premiership this year, but he wasn't the same driving force. You know, whether just a long Premier League season has drained his energy or what, I, I don't know, but we didn't see the best of him. Uh, finally, let's talk about uh, Cameroon because uh, President Paul Beer has called for an inquiry into the country's poor performance at the World Cup after they lost all three group games, had a player sent off and uh, we saw two teammates fighting on the pitch in the closing stages of one of their games. So Prime Minister Philemon Yang has been ordered to open an investigation into the causes of the problems. Is that justified? Uh, that's justified because uh, it's really shameful knowing the, the Cameroon of Roger Miller, you know, a Cameroon of the 90s, you know, it, it should be a Cameroon today that is far better than the one in the 90s, but they've not been able to really progress. So another African team there are not doing well. Okay, thanks, gents. Uh, This is Planet Sport Football Africa. I'm Steve Vickers at the World Cup in Rio de Janeiro in Brazil, together with Solomon Ashoms and Stuart Weir. And we're putting posts game by game up on our Facebook page. That's Planet Sport Football Africa. That's all one word, Planet Sport Football Africa. Let's start with Nigeria. Remember, they play France on Monday in the second round. And Cherno Jallo says, with determination and teamwork, no team can stop them. Adama Baji says, 
Series, of course, will make it to the quarterfinals. By the grace of the Almighty, we're going to beat France. Uh, then on Ivory Coast exit in the group stage because of that controversial penalty against Greece, we asked her how you felt about that. Uh, Famara Baji in the Gambia says, I don't think there's any need for me to talk about how I felt. I'd rather express my anger and disappointment on the way the Ivorians performed. I think they should learn how to work collectively as a team and how to win as a team. Uh, Musa Fati in the Gambia says it's high time for Africa to totally withdraw from World Cup competition and stick to our continental tournaments because of bad officiating of African games in the World Cup. Abli Osise says, I wonder when this so-called golden generation will ever perform to expectations. I'm shocked and devastated to say the least. Abdu Dem says it was very bad refereeing. Prince Emma says this so-called golden generation of the elephants spoiled my night with this heartbreaking scoreline, which is leading me to hate football. Uh, Boto Sengore says this is unacceptable. It was too cheap to be given as a penalty at the very end of the game. Cherno Jallo says it was very sad indeed. I was unable to take my dinner. And a Sylvester Simon says the referee should be investigated. Thanks for those comments. Our Facebook page, Planet Sport Football Africa. And that's all one word. Well, here in Brazil, we've been meeting so many fans from many different nations here to support their teams. And we've also sent a few here, proudly wearing the flags and colours of teams that didn't even qualify for the World Cup. And Solomon met a couple of fans from Zimbabwe on the Copacabana beach. We're lovers of the game. Couldn't pass up this chance to come to Brazil. We're here in Rio, following the games and having a good time. Why did you guys decide to come all the way, you know... Spend your heart and dollars, heart and money, and then you came here uh, to watch the games. I think uh, Brazil is uh, that's the pinnacle of soccer. You know, when you talk about the Maracanã, uh, the stadiums over here, Sao Paulo, this the history is just rich. And you know, we came all the way from Zimbabwe. We love soccer, and we hope that this will give our warriors motivation to come to the next World Cup in 2018. And we'll be there to support Zimbabwe. So this is great. The opportunity to be here is something that Zimbabwe shouldn't pass up on. Hopefully seeing other Zimbabweans showing up and our love for soccer, our love for the Warriors, hopefully it helps and inspires everyone to up their game and make sure we get there. So you guys uh, saved money before you came here. It must have cost you a lot of money. Uh, I went to South Africa 2010 and uh, after that I said I have to be every World Cup. So I started planning in 2010. After the World Cup I started saving every penny every month and I'm here in Brazil and this is great. And you? Same way we, we planned ahead of time. Zimbabwe Warriors need to start planning for 2018. What have you guys enjoyed about you know the city of Rio across Brazil? The women, the beer, the hospitality is amazing. It's been a great time. I think the weather, the weather's great. The weather, the women, the, the food, uh, the culture. I mean, this is a soccer-rich country, nation, traditional, traditionally rich in soccer. So it's great to be here, the home of soccer. And this, you can't ask for a better place to be for the World Cup. Zimbabwe fans here in Rio, even though Zimbabwe came nowhere near to qualifying for the World Cup. We've spent lots of time on the beach here, and on the beach you'll see a lot of people playing a sport called foot volley. Tom Ellis and Andy Bloss found out more. What do you get if you mix football and volleyball? Could it be foot volley? Exactly. A popular sport here in Rio, foot volley, is a mix between football from England and volleyball from the States, from the United States. Foot volley is a popular sport played here in Rio on the beaches of Copacabana and Ipanema. And we're just heading down to Ipanema to try a bit of foot volley out and to get a masterclass in it. I'm trying to think if I'll be strong on my head or my, or my feet or maybe a few little like chests. Yeah. Like try a few little chests over the net. 
But yeah, first time I played football league, very excited. Shoulder and chest. First, one leg, front. Just played the um, first game of foot volley on Ipanema Beach. Um, it's quite difficult, isn't it, Andy? Very difficult. Um, master the headers. They nicknamed me Rooney on the pitch. Uh, master the kind of cipher up in the air. The chest and the shoulders, um, those kind of shots, are very, very tough indeed. Um, yeah, I didn't master those at all. In fact, I made sure that I just either just headed it all the time. But you can tell like how great sport is. Must keep you fit. And uh, Tommy, I saw you do a few nice little little serves either side. Very good. Yeah, got some aces in. You basically have to hit it over the volleyball net. You play on a volleyball court. You can use any part of your body apart from your hands. So that's what distinguishes it from volleyball. There's a lot of different kind of shots, as I was saying just then. So you've got your typical header, which tees them up for for a kind of. If you think volleyball, you, you, you tee it up and they you know, slam it down the hand. Here, you tee it up the head and you try and head it into the other side of the court. Then you've got your kind of um, bicycle kick. It's got your flamboyant moves. You've got one called a shark attack, which basically is some lad running up to the net, jumping, and then kind of kung fu kicking it over the net. Um, I didn't try that, just to, so I didn't get injured. So let's find out exactly what the Brazilians and the people from Rio de Janeiro love about futebol. Basically because it's like a blend of the football and... And the volley, and you can play on the beach. It's a very like cheap sport. Everyone can play. It's like really democratic sport. Like you don't have to be rich to play. And it's something like that we like because it's you have to show technique. And Brazilian always has has that thing with the technique. We always have technical players with a lot of skills. And football is a game that you have to have some skills. You don't have to, like to be stronger, the fastest one. If you don't have the intelligence, you and I don't. I think that's why we we like the sport. But Nowadays, I think a lot of other nationalities are also playing the sport. You don't have to be Brazilian to play. Uh, Paraguay came here and won in 2011, so I think it's a sport that the whole world can play. But why we like it is because of the technique. And it fits really well, doesn't it, with beach life. And you've got two great beaches, Copacabana and Ipanema. It's just asking for people to play, I guess. Yeah, exactly. When you have like this scenario... Um, It makes things easier. You have like a tough day in the job and you don't like your work and stuff like that. And you come to the beach, meet your friends, you have the awesome view, the sunset, and you can play the sport. It's like, it's the best thing you can do, man, and after beers and stuff like that. But yeah, it's great. I think it's what, the whole charm of the sport is the view. If you have like just a sand core and stuff like that, it wouldn't be the same. Sounds like fun. Tom Ellis and Andy Bloss on foot volley. That's it for this week's show, Planet Sport Football Africa. Today and for the next few weeks, coming to you from Brazil, we're in Rio for the World Cup. On Facebook, do give us your reaction as we follow the fortunes of the African teams. Nigeria and Algeria, Africa's two remaining hopes. The Facebook page is Planet Sport Football Africa. That's all one word. You can find the show online at planetsport.tv. And Planet Sport Football Africa is a 2K+ international sports media production.